3D6 Down the Line. Hey everybody, welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. It is episode 45 of our Mega Dungeon Crawl of the Halls of Arden Vool by Richard Barton using the old school essential system by Necrotic Gnome. I am your referee, John. Going around the horn, we have a full house once again. Hi, I'm Mike. I play Gorin, the fifth level dwarf. Hi, I'm David. I play Onweir, the illusionist, fourth level. Uh, Matt Brown, I play uh, Varisios, the left hand of Lysion, cleric of uh, Lysion. Yep. And sixth level. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to think about it, make sure. uh, Hi, everybody. I'm Ted. I'm playing Mortis J. Gobliano, goblin extraordinaire. And uh, I know you're all going to. Gripe about my audio. I'm sorry about it. We're infinite are the mysteries of technology, and they have failed me tonight. I will get it fixed. But for now, it is what it is. We'll figure it out. Okay, so it is the first of Jelenios, first day of the month. It is about 9 p.m. You have about three hours until you become fatigued, where you're minus one to everything. Um, you are in a strange area of the dungeon. You don't know how far you are from anywhere, really. Uh, but there appears to be some sort of mystery going on here where Arcantian legionnaires around the time of the first conquest of Ardenvul under Marius Tricotor actually ended up fighting each other for some reason in this area that seems to be uh, highly dedicated to the worship and exaltation of Arden herself. Uh, Almost every room that they've been in, there's been some sort of indication or, or shrine to Arden in some way, shape, or form. So that is the deal that they're in right now. They have separated. Onweer is on his own and is a little bit further ahead, having used his cloak of invisibility, while the rest of the troop has been following uh, slower behind, checking more doors. The retainers that we have are Yost, Njal, and Lisbeth. Lisbeth is back in the Pentarch's room, which is the chamber that they entered into from the, from the level above, and she is holding the door open right now, all by her lonesome. Well, Yosin, y'all very, very bravely, though. She's she's yes, she's very good. bravely. Um, and then that is about it. Now, the Onweir is down to the south, and there was and, one thing I wanted to, to correct for David. Um, is that let me switch over to Miro here so the folks at home can see it as well. So, down here where you are, Onweir, um, when you came down those steps over the barricade into that corridor and in this general area here with the trapezoidal room that you're in right now in the hot tub and um, with the caved in stairway going up that general area is significantly less dusty. And it's even obvious to your untrained eye that there are definitely signs of human traffic that has been through here. And that traffic appears to be a single set of footprints that is small and barefoot uh goblin barefoot do you think no no claws barefoot so oops um you're muted david thank you sorry i said onware has a great love of athletes as our uh, longtime <laughs> viewers will know <laughs> Ooh, I, I wonder i wonder if it's that one halfling remember that guy that was missing that they were hoping that we could find i'm sure the goblins ate him though oh no 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 he's fine down there somewhere that's great to that's great to hear um i think in the moment i'm 
I think it's a phenomenal bit of news because it says that exits may be nearby. Egresses are. Now, yeah. what, what I don't and have here is... To, someone's going to find out about our stuff because this is our stuff now. We own it. It's our stuff. Our stuff. Our I stuff. don't have any indication of what Onweir's light situation is. I had a hooded, hooded lantern I was using. Yeah. Oop. Big David. Big okay. David. Uh, and we expended six turns, I believe, on that lantern. All right. So we'll yeah. just go with that. Yeah. So we had, yeah, six oh, turns. Because okay. our whole session last time was six turns. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay. The rest of the party, though, is back, right? And um, uh, I believe that you're, you're where the PC marker is indicated, right? Yeah. Yeah, we were in the room with the statues. Yeah. And okay. and David is naked in the hot tub. Is that right? I am indeed yes, in the hot tub. Same so. prayers. All right. Okay. So, so let's let, let's start with the major group first. So you guys are in the entrance to what appears to be like a reliquary of some sort, where there um, beyond the large statue of Arden are these two long stone benches that have all these like carefully arranged items, right? That seem to be. Um, uh, related in some way, shape, or form to Arden, uh, mm-hmm. and then at the very end is that is that other statue now of of weary Arden, where she's resting on one knee. Um, at the end of that, but you guys are you guys have not entered into that part. You've you've basically been sizing up those um, statues of Arden and Vool in the corners to see if they might uh, animate or something. And they and there's been no reaction to our presence in this room. Like we messed with the corpses, mm-hmm. we looted them. And no reaction at all. To Nothing has happened. Yeah. Yeah. You were standing and amidst a bunch of corpses. We found blood on, I found blood on the weapons that they're holding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So okay. pretty sure that these guys are a little more active than what we had hoped. And um, John, I don't think it's a stretch of the imagination to realize that if we can look through those, the, the passageway to the North and see that those tables are not disturbed and that on footprints lead through them and he didn't touch them. Mm-hmm. then he probably had a pretty good reason for it. So um, normally I would be all like, yeah, loot and go get it. But <laughs> I think I have a, a valid reason not to. Yeah. You um, can definitely okay. see his footprints. Oh, the yeah. smartest guy in the party left him there. That's probably a good idea to oh, leave them there. Also. Smartest. He's, he's sitting naked in a hot tub in the middle. Uh, of- we, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an, I'm an illusionist. You never know. That's uh-huh. true. So um, I think we should go get Elizabeth. Or we do go anything. find him. Should we go find? Him? Oh, we have well, to go get Elizabeth. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna go get her because we've been gone as long as we said we were gonna be, or thereabouts. Right. She's been What's doing the great Let's go back. We can we can like uh, you know wedge some spikes in the like Spike under part of the door. Do you want to so go? Um, do you want to go at, at rapid pace instead of dungeon crawl pace? Yeah, back. I'll, I'll yeah. like jog Let's back over back. and get her. Okay. Into uh, the gelatinous cube. <laughs> so 92 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 uh so yeah it would take you let's see 10 20 i would say like and what do you plan to put in the, into the secret door to jam it so open and then just like spike along that bottom edge so that the wedge would keep it from closing Okay. I would say like if you're hustling back and you're hustling back and then you're hustling back to the reliquary with um, Elizabeth, oh, yeah. that you, you could do everything within a turn. 
Yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so if you just yep. spike the door and, and maybe stick a piece of wood in there too, just in case, and then just go back. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, not a problem and at all. Elizabeth yeah. is happy to not have to hold the door anymore. You guys yeah, want to get out I, that coffer? Um, I don't know if we see. Here's the thing I'm worried about using that coffer. This was the coffer of Jackin's Bones, yeah. right? Yeah. Did I get the right name? Yakin? Yakin. Yakin. Yeah. Yakin. Um, so I don't know if that's a, of a limited duration or not. Um, and I think we definitely will want to have that firing off if we are going to do something that might set these statues off, right? Because we know that that's, that effect works on constructs. I love where your head's at, Matt. However, we never, there was no command word. There was no activation. It was like, we just held them and we got the sense of like safety. So I almost feel like might as well just take the risk. I, th I think we could take the risk because there's no point in trying to pull it out if we're already in combat because then it doesn't work, right? Like you can't do it in combat. Oh, I, I was just it. suggesting that she, she yes, carry it, but then just take the lid off if we get into like a, a place that seems spooky. Damn. But John, we don't even have to open it to get that feeling of safety, right? It just has to be held in your hands. Correct. Right? Correct. Yeah. I so think it's always there's, no, there's no like unleashing the safety. Oh, it's I thought it had to be work. open. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah let's um, let's uh, get back together. And she doesn't need to carry a torch because I've got my uh, uh, daylight necklace glowing. Okay. Yeah. So we go and back to so, uh, the corpse room. We get out the coffer. She's going to hold it. We. I mean, what's the range on one of these protection spells normally? A radius of ten or fifteen feet, something. We kind of um, need it all together, probably, right? If, if it's the same one that uh, Avaricios is familiar with, I think it's 12, uh, is it 12 feet, 10 feet? Let me see. Where was that? I mean, it's enough of a radius for us all to fit in here, we would guess. That's You're probably not going to be able to get everybody in it, though, Ted. But but if you can get the, the front two or three people in it, that's pretty much the same thing, right? Well, a 10 foot radius ends up being quite a lot of space. Mm. Yeah, because it's, it's 20, 20 feet across, you know, that's and we true. can all fit in there. Right. We can all, we, not on where, obviously. That's that's a stretch. He right? doesn't need it. Dude. He doesn't care. He's like bathing. He's he's getting relaxed. Little I'm bubbles stretching. coming out. He's oh, defiling yeah. the water of Arden in there. It's so bad. So you find it, Matt? Uh, let me look. Maybe it's a fourth level. All right. Well, yeah, it's well, ten. It's a ten foot. Yeah, protection okay. from evil, ten foot radius. Okay, great. So assuming that's what it is, which we don't know, let's go with the ten foot radius. So we kind of huddle up, and then do we want to go find Onwear or interact with this room? I'm. I think we. Go, I think we go find Onwear. I'm. I'm a little agree. worried about that guy. You know okay. what I'm saying? So is there enough dust on the floor, John, to follow Onwear? Just pretty much straight follow him. Um. Yes, there is. Yep. All right. Well, let's just go at dungeon crawl pace till we find him. Okay. Sounds like a plan. Give me a second. Just okay. Check those bones. All right. Um, check them bones. All right. So you're moving at 90. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three. Nine, two. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, three. So it's going to take you about four turns to get to Mr. Onweir. Okay. And that's assuming that he doesn't start making his way back up to us. Right. Yeah. What do we, what, do you want me to just meet you guys? Because that's four turns I could be yeah. doing something, for instance. Yeah. I could just right. bathe for four turns. 
but I would love that, dude. Let's do that. And then let's just go explore some of these. Uh, now, where are we at, guys? Like, what was it? I, I know where our discussion was on Discord. Where are we going to search the doors yes. on this side of the barricade before moving on to the other side of the barricade? Yes. Sounds yeah, like I it. think so. Oh, wait. So, so we're not it, spending four turns. Honoring, We're actually stopping on the way. If Onware happens to run into us in the barricade room, that would be perfect. I'll, um, why don't I? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll just head I mean, north. I'll get, I'll get dressed and head north towards you guys. Okay. So, uh, I would say about three turns elapsed then, um, yeah. where Onware then meets up with you guys at the barricade room, um, where you guys are kind of a little bit blown away by the amount of death that's happened here as well. Um, and you guys have been sort of marking where all these doors are. Uh, the yeah. same one that on we are saw making particular note of the double doors, which are the only sort of odd ones that you've seen. But sooner or later, you hear um, noise coming up from the south. I mean, getting your weapons ready, you see that it is just Onweir who peeks over the the makeshift barricade over the bodies draped across them and waves. God, man, you're lucky. I don't have fireball prepared. Mm, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Junior, it's nice and clean. You do feel very good and refreshed, Onweir, but uh, that was it. <laughs> all right so uh he tells us uh i assume you tell us about the pool room and all the good things you found yeah i'll, I'll convey what i saw and and let you know that i also saw some halfling footprints uh going southwest and the quarter seems to continue and that as far as i can tell all information you as players already know but it seems to me because of the change in humidity and various other signs within the environment that if there is an exit it would be in that direction um and uh yeah if we do stuff this whole thing was on the same level as the halls of thoth that would be whack it's the way there's no way i know it doesn't make (laughs) you know this there's totally a way that's that's plump thorn's footprints i know it little bastard he's been down here that shit all right okay what do you do should we hit the door in the in the um the barricade room the extra door yeah Someone be in charge um, of moving the PC marker too. I just did it, but we weren't doing. Let's, we let's check out this this door, the first door that we would have come to at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, you want to backtrack all the way and do it in order? Yeah, we're, like, we're right here though. But why not? Head, it's going to be another turn going back up there. Let's just open this door. <laughs> it's, it's twenty minutes to go back. This offends me as a uh, as a RPG player. On <laughs> okay, so you just open the door. Yeah. Okay. No, listen. We listen. <laughs> I, I, I want to. Uh, two things. I want to stand far back in any door opening uh, that may occur here, with the, with the last charge of Laryl's invisible cloak on the ready. <laughs> okay. You can uh, you can roll your listen checks. Okay. Yeah. Old uh, Mortis J. Gobliano is gonna gonna do a listen. Takes I don't think a six typically does it. No. <laughs> Oh, if I hadn't bounced off your die, I would have gotten a two. I blame oh, you. Sir, blame me. <laughs> I blame your, your digital problems. Yeah, God, I'm, also gonna, I'm also going to cut my lantern since someone else has a light source here too. Okay. Right? Yeah, you got the uh, Av's light source. Cool. Okay, Any more so dice rolls? No more, John. Okay. We're All fine. Right. Okay, you don't hear anything. Uh, who who opens the door? I'll do it. Okay. Uh, shield up and Spatha out, the one that I, I borrowed from uh, Nial. Okay. All right. You open um, it up. Right behind you, shield up, 
uh, pin out. Back around the corner going like this. So you've got the Ignis Spatha, is that right? Yeah, I was going to borrow that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. All right, let's make a note on the treasure tracker. Okay, you open the door. Um, there is darkness beyond. There, uh, it, there is a corridor. Uh, who's got the light? That would be Avaricious. Um, Avaricious, yeah. your um, your continual light sh- shines forth, and it shows that there is a corridor leading directly east for twenty feet, and then it opens up into a very large chamber. You can see at the very edge of your torchlight that there are numerous statues in that large chamber beyond. Can we Uh, see what the statues depict? You cannot, not from this distance. Move up 20 feet and investigate. Should we do the, uh, should we do the thing where we go forward with our infravision work in and see what, what's in there? Yep. Sure. Okay. Okay. Nothing pings with your infravision. Okay. Okay. Um, does the Ignis sword light up with the infravision, John? Uh, no, it does not. Okay. Shake it a bit. Give it a wiggle. <laughs> Blow on it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. right. So when you when you reach the end of the corridor, it opens up into a huge, massive chamber, the largest one that you've been in so far on this level. It is octagonal but oblong. Okay. It is a, t- a total of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It is 90 feet north to south. Okay. 40. F- what, am I entering on the, like the Western wall here? On the Western wall. Yep. I'll, I'll tell so you in a second. North south. Okay. Yeah. 90 feet north to south, 40 yeah. feet, 40 feet east to west. And you are entering in 30 feet up from the Southern side. And then you just want to kind of chop off the um, the four corners to create an octagon. You understand what I'm saying? Like just like the four little a little long, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh wait, uh, hey, Mike, move your cursor. Oh. Yeah, Mike's doing it to me again, the little bastard. I'm not. My cursor wasn't even here. <laughs> also, a Miro trick for you guys up there. Don't uh, audience, you don't have to pay attention to this, but up in the upper right hand corner. There is like an arrow with two lines to the right of it. That is a show collaborators cursors button that you can just hit that and then your cursors, you don't have to be bothered by that. Oh, wait, which one is this? <laughs> I don't want to spend too much time on it because we're in the middle of the session, but um, continue to continue uh, to draw. Tip. Did I draw that first part correctly, John, or am I 10 feet too high? You're 10, you're uh, 20, 30. Yeah, you're, you, you want to bring it up like a little, yeah, there you go. One, okay. Yeah, yeah. And okay. it's forty feet wide. Forty feet wide, ninety feet total. Um, okay. Now, the really cool thing about this room is that, similar to the reliquary room, it is completely coated in wood. All right, beautiful rib vaulting, exquisite teak wainscoting paneling on the wall. Right, and it's twenty-five feet tall, and that wainscoting goes up about ten feet up the walls itself. There are twenty painted statues and you recognize who these statues are they are the 20 archontian worthies you've seen these before in the hall of shrines different sort of sculpts different makes but you definitely recognize them as as depicting the worthies um there are 19 that remain whole one has been smashed and there is a desiccated corpse that lies near that smashed statue 
Okay. Um, so there is, they basically line up on the intersections of each of the squares, Ted. Um, it's like, like right here. Uh, except uh, it's a little hard to explain, but what you want to do is you want to drop basically um, on every single intersection down the middle of the room. Okay. Okay. So that would be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight statues down the middle of the room. Okay. And then there would be six statues on the to the to the left of that, to the west of that, starting at the top next to the other ones. Okay. Should be showing people at this at home. Um and then um and then there are another six on the right side, but those don't start until it's hard to explain. Just throw some statues down. Anyways, on the on the right side, one of those there is destroyed. Okay. There is a door. Uh, something got screwed up with our measurements here. It seems like this is supposed to connect to the other door. That's my guess. Yeah. Is it a 30-foot hallway? It is a 30-foot hallway going down, yeah. And ah. and something's wrong with the distances to the... Well, whatever. That door you know what? This is what happens in the dungeon when you're trying to draw on graph paper with an ink quill. Correct. Yeah, so um, there's a door that most likely leads to that corridor beyond. Here's what I'll do. So is it like right there? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that works. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Perfect. <laughs> we just turned sideways like I, this. So. I want. I want everyone to this. Maybe the first time in stream history that Ted's map has not been perfect. It's will right. he be able to? Will he be able to live with himself for the rest of the night? Oh, you know <laughs> it'll be. <laughs> <the day. laughs> we'll fix it in post production. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah. So there is. I don't know if you can see. Can you see my cursor? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this one right here is busted. And there's a corpse right there. And there's a corpse. Right. Okay. So. Nice. Boink. Boink. Uh, from, from afar, John, uh, can we discern the age of the corpse? Is it another legionnaire? Does it look to be a... It's tough to tell. You could just see like a corpse on the ground, um, but it's sort of hidden by the view. Like all the other statues are sort of in your way. So you'd have to get a little bit closer to determine anything about it. Um, all right. Let's have Avaricius bring his light up to the edge of the room so that we can see it better. Or unless sure. you've already done that. You did it. He's, yeah. Yeah. Because that way we wouldn't be able the, to see all the way. Yeah. How high he's is saying the ceiling? The statues occlude. Yeah. Ceiling is 25 feet tall. The wainscoting goes up 10 feet. And then it sort of turns into like stone again. Hey, John, can I uh, do a careful survey while y'all are doing other stuff? The wainscoting makes me think of secret doors, of course. Uh, I want to check the wainscoting throughout the circumference of this room for secrets. Can Just before we go in, though, David, can I just look at the ceiling real quick, John, and just make sure there's nothing that drops from the ceiling that smushes people at statues? Uh, you know, no, you, you you don't see any indication of that. It's beautiful ribbed vaulting. Um, the statues themselves are each eight feet tall, okay. and they're a composite of 
of well-carved stone. So typically the flesh of the subjects is either white marble or black obsidian. Um, and their clothing is generally granite. The colors of them, they're all painted, are generally faded, but the but they are a master sculptor's work. Like they're very, very, very valuable. You would say that each one of these, if you could actually lug it back, would be approximately worth about 10,000 gold Ooh. Um, Ooh. Ah. To, to the right buyer. Uh, the wainscoting itself is actually very, very valuable as well. Although I don't know how you would actually get that off, but, um, uh, and the price of the statues, the sky's almost the limit on this, depending on who you actually get to buy this, like in which market you sell it at. Um, but they're extremely valuable because they are in very good shape, um, other than the faded, the, uh, faded, um, colors. So, and this, and the smashed one. Yeah. So to whip it off real quick, you've got um, the the 19 that are in existence are Vul, the sorcerer, Arden, the swordswoman, Lysinia, the seer, Thrigga, the mighty, Plotinus, Quartus, Clodino, Yeth, he who sought to bring law to chaos, as everyone knows, it's his proper <laughs> surname, um, Horatius, Interfector, the sorcerer, Marius, Tricotor, also called Marius Invictus, Crinius, uh, uh, the rector, Amala Suntha of Narcelion, Felix Minucius, Yixen of Arcantos, Kalia the Theosoph, Paul the Grinning Mage, Tatticus and Thecla the Twins are two together, always paired together as one. Uh, Ennius the First Lord, and uh, Halduin the Cytharist, and Terentius Borsa. You can whip those off, no problem, right? One, however, is missing. One is destroyed. Uh, nope. Do we have a point of reference from prior? I don't. I don't recall, guys. Do you know who that? Could we discern who that was? That's missing. Who the missing one is? Yeah. Well, I maybe. Like, that. I have a. I have a question for that, John. Like, are these late? Are, are all the other statues labeled? Like, do they have like a plinth, or do, do we just recognize these as they, historical figures? They do not. You just recognize them. Okay. Um, I would say that Evaristos and Onwear, you guys can both roll four d six. And if you roll it under your intelligence, you'll know. Jump in or no? 46. Okay. I win. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. Holy cow. Whoa. I just rolled a 19. Uh, yeah. Not. No, no, no. I do not. Okay. <laughs> I do not. On where you, so. you can immediately peg it as you kind of do a brief survey of the room and you're like, who's not here? Is Fokion the builder? That's P-H-O-C-I-O-N. He is uh, the most well-renowned architect and designer in Arcantian history. Um, and it is known that he was the original designer of many of the main works in the empire, including here at Arden Vool, um, the pyramid, the Great Pyramid of Thoth in the center of town was a creation of Phokion the Builder amongst other things, including the palace where Varger met his end. Oh. <laughs> Mike? Is, All right. Is there um, anything about his legend that would um, like cause controversy or cause someone to want to destroy his statue out of all the other ones? Nope, not that you know of. Okay. Now, uh, when you step into the room and you're kind of observing the statues, you get a good look at the body. So the body is that of a woman. And it's dressed in a fine but blood-stained silken tunic. Uh, and 
she is not dressed in like the manner like she's wearing a tunic right she's not she's not dressed in like legionnaire or, or anything like that it looks completely foreign to the area right um definitely archontian just based upon the facial features and she uh has had her throat cut and the other thing about her that's very strange is that one of the fingers of her left hand is missing like the ring finger uh that's what I would does, assume. Does not matter. So sure. Okay. Um uh for what it's worth, the glance we got, I don't think this is probably related, but the glance of the like iced out effigy uh woman in the halls above had us did it have a similar silhouette in my memory to that of this woman in her finery. So impossible to tell because that that yeah. the the ice was like basically just all snow. Remember, it had like a yeah. vaguely, vaguely feminine form to it, you know. Yeah. So, other than the fact that these are both feminine, that's the only commonality. Okay. Uh, and so, no uh, accoutrement other than the tunic, and um, maybe there had been a ring on the finger or something that was gone. But like, she's just body with tunic on it. Body with tunic, yeah, and blood stained, throat cut, missing a left finger, and amidst and, the ruins of the statue of Fulkai and the Builder. Yeah, Ted. Uh, um. Did Arcantians at the time uh, keep slaves? Is this like a slave tunic thing? No, uh, they they did, uh, but they but this does not indi- indicative of it, of that. Okay. Know. Also, it's just a question. Silk, right? It's, yeah, it's I, silken and it's also very fine. Like it looks like this was worn by someone who had money. So if if we can tell that her throat has been cut, does that give some indication of the freshness of this corpse? Is this much more recent? Than- uh, no, so it's um, it's 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 desiccated just like every other, all the other corpses. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about the the crumbles? You know, the the shattered pieces of the statue itself, John. Does this thing seem like it was solid, or was there anything? Uh, was there like hollow inside when it was all together? Can we? Like, uh, no, it, it looks, it looks like it was solid, um, oh. and it was looks like it was destroyed with heavy blows. Doesn't look like it was like a like an explosion or anything like that. It looks like it took a series of heavy blows and was is basically crumbled. What time period? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Ted. The 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 this if this is uh, Fokion the Builder, he's he screwed up this this map and the room doors don't connect. (laughs) And that's there was an outright rebellion because yeah, that's what it was. The mapper killed him. The mapper killed him. Mapper killed him. What time period does this um, does Fokion exist in? The time of, of uh, yeah, so it's it's around the time of of, of Marius, basically, like afterward, okay, afterwards, you know. And oh. and we're kind of hypothesizing that most of the legionnaires that died on this level were not when Marius Tricortor was the Archon; it was the, an Archon after him, right? It was an, it was the last Archon of Ardenvul. Right. How much time period lagged between Marius Tricortor being Archon and this guy? And you can just give me rough estimate, John. I'm just trying to figure out, like, are they contemporaries or not? Uh, who? Fokayan? Tri- you know, Marius and, and um, Flabata. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, they, are, they, are not, they are not contemporaries. Like, so Marius went in and, con- and conquered, right? Like, he basically put, t- staked a claim, an Archontian claim over Ardvul as it existed at that time. 
And then later, many years later, Fokayan came in and basically built these large structures when the city okay. was being settled and built and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but it's it's before, you know, because Fokayan built all these structures and everything like that. And then at the end of our, of the Archontean rule of Nardenbul is when you're talking about the events that took place here on this level, right? Um, we're right. the last the last one. Uh, I got the numbers here for you in a second here, though. Da, da, da. Um. <laughs> 1803 is when the Archontians were evacuated. And let's see. The Marius, I don't know. I don't know when he came. So I can I give know. you the a, point a of my question, John, and you can tell me if I'm just off base. Um, would what's the what's the builder's name? Flocon? Flocon. Uh, Okay. Was he contemporary with the guys that are dead on this level? No. Okay. Yeah, he would have right. been, if there's a statue to him, it makes sense that we would have been earlier. Right, right, right. I was just picturing like yeah. I, in my mind, the story was this woman was like the wife of like one of the guys like here and, you know, went and sought shelter at his statue for some reason. And then with the cutting off of the ring or the finger or whatever, and her being murdered and then the statue being destroyed. Like maybe there was some kind of connection between them. Huh. Right. Uh, well, you know, we might know this, John, would it have been weird for like the leader? What's it? A pen, Pentarch? Is that what's the, yeah. Pentarch the, the guy? Was, would it have been weird for him to have a wife there in the barracks or was this like an all soldier kind of thing? Would we know that? Um, no, yeah, it would have been. Uh, you don't really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to try to make another... up something. I don't, I don't. I just don't know if that's the case. No, that's fine. I had another question. the The statues that are like immediately surrounding. Do any are any of those holding blades that could have done this if used on a person? Like, are any of them like holding uh, you know spathas or knives or? anything because we've seen statues come to life before i wonder just like if any of the ones nearby might have killed this woman uh yeah some of them are wearing weapons but none of them look like you know real like weapons they could be like okay, like okay so they're like sculpted in mm -hmm, yeah okay this is okay. purely speculation but i think the removal of a finger is a pretty symbolic gesture it's probably after the murdering of her mm -hmm. whether that finger had something on it like a ring or whether that finger was some ancient alien access point, you know, like a fingerprint. I don't know, right? Like that's really left field. But I'm going to say it but, turns but, past. It, but it feels it feels very personal to me, not like a uh, accident. That's what I'm saying. And what with all worth. the murder going on on this level, David, I think you're on. I think that's right. So this felt like somebody was like taking revenge on her for some reason. John, I want to try and search like underneath the body or in maybe clutched in her other hand or whatever. Like if there's any note or parchment paper, maybe in the rubble of the statue to see if there's any other clues about like what this who this person was and what what you, you, you did, did not find anything. Okay. Well, while he's doing that, Onwir uh, had already mentioned uh, wanting to search the wainscoting. So I think him and Mort and Yost could start prodding and poking wainscoting to see if any of it pulls up or moves or slides aside or anything like that. Yeah, Njal's, Njal's not doing anything. He can help with that effort, too. Okay. Around the entire room? Yeah, we'll hit the whole room. All right. So I'm going to say it's going to take two turns for all the rest of the characters to hit everything. Okay. Is that okay? okay. Basically, yeah. I think we should search this room top to bottom. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it, and definitely, like, I would want uh, uh, Av would ask Nyal to focus on that western wall because it seems like, you know, if there's yeah. a, a yeah, if there's a secret door, that might be a, a good spot to open up that part of the space. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. Nothing. Oh. Uh, okay. So I don't know who's looking for it, but um, whoever is searching along the southern wall, uh, because you're taking the time to look very carefully, you see that uh, 20 feet up, so almost near the ceiling, um, and it, it basically you just kind of spot it instead of actually like you don't have hands on it or anything like that. You see that there is a small hole in the wall itself, about three feet in diameter. So something like there, but high up. Um, it's actually on the square to the to the west of that. Easy, 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 easy fix. Okay, uh, eight, 18 feet. You said or twenty feet up? Twenty feet up. Twenty feet up. Well, how is the highest the ceiling again? Twenty five. Okay. Well, I have this really nifty. Rope and grappling hook. <laughs> you do, uh, you do. I'll um, go up. It's Mort ten twenty, by the oh, way. Mortal climb up there. He's got a do pretty it. high X, and um, yeah, give me the grappling hook. I'll do it. Cool. Okay. All right. So yeah, Mort will uh, sling his shield and uh, swing the grappling up there, and uh, if he can manage to get a good hold. Uh, have Yost give him a boost, and he'll climb up. Okay, you climb up. And the idea uh, being to climb up and very, you know, slowly peek in. Yep. And Yost will catch him if he falls. Uh, Av is going to have his uh, uh, sling ready just in case a spider comes out and eats your face again. Like no, that's right, happened before. So it's, it's three. Before. It's three feet in diameter. So even you, Mort, have to stoop a little bit um, while you're kind of peering with your eyes over the edge, and. Right. Um, you can see that it opens up into a natural tunnel. It looks it looks to be, or a carved tunnel. It's like it's not a worked tunnel. Um, that, that opens up into about five a five foot diameter. So the humans would still probably have to crouch a little bit, but you could easily stand up if you just kind of moved into the cave itself. Um, and there is a um, after it widens out into five feet, it actually form it, it has like a it's like a, a natural cavern that sort of moves, winds its way south. Like this, you're talking yes. about? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so the, gra the grade also tends, uh, also starts to go slightly downward. Okay. Uh, so Infravision, he doesn't see anything. Uh... No. What do you think, guys? I'll yell down uh, what's, what he sees. Go deeper. <laughs> yeah, sneak and see what you can. Uh... He'll climb up in, uh, make making sure the grappling hook is firmly seated there, and um, he will move uh, very slowly. Uh, if he can stand up, he's going to get out the shield and sword and move very slowly down this this uh, tunnel. Okay. Um... And run into the text lower down on the map. <laughs> you look really weird. Giant letters in the middle of the wall. Okay, so you hoist yourself up and you start to move in using your intervision. Um, and 
the tunnel goes generally directly south, maybe like 10 degrees to the southeast, slightly in general, um, but, but generally directly south for about 40 feet. And it goes downward the entire time. Okay. So it okay. g- gently slopes back down. And at the end of uh, when it debouches into an actual worked room, it actually debouches into like like a rock fall, like 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 pieces of like that natural cavern that you were in, actually kind of like explode outwards into this into this chamber. Okay. Okay. Um, so I'll stop at the entrance to the chamber and and look around. Okay. Cool. So there is it's 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 a partially worked and partially natural. So it is generally uh, ten feet wide and 20 feet north to south and you're coming in 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 from the middle of the uh you know fr- from the you know from the northern side um the worked sides are the northeast and the south i mean sorry the rough sides are the northeast and the southeast sides and there are two natural caverns that branch out from the eastern end of the room directly in the middle one generally heading east and one sort of curving around to the south all right. So you lost me a little bit. So I'm I'm coming down a a natural tunnel. It widens out into a ten foot wide. How long? A t- ten foot wide, and then so you're gonna you're gonna want to. I get on the grid line. Yeah, get on the grid line. And then uh, yeah, so it's it's twenty feet north to south, ten feet wide. Okay. All right. Hold on here. Give me a second. All right. So, so 10 feet east, west. Yeah. And 20 feet north, south. So, something like that. Yeah. And, yeah. And the western. And, sorry. Go ahead. The western wall is completely worked. So, it's like a straight line. And then okay. the. The, uh, the, the, uh, you know what? We're going to take a break and we're going to nail this down and we'll be right back. Okay. Okay. We're back. Uh, we have cleared up the room dimensions. It's a little bit of an odd one. So I just didn't want to take the time to go through it all. So, um, the only thing that you guys have missed out there is that there is also an actual worked staircase that goes upwards leading out of the western side of the room. That staircase is choked heavily with cobwebs. Like you're, um, uh, you, you can't see anything right. up there more and, and you're using your provision as well anyways. Okay. So, um, so here's what there, I'm thinking. Yep. Oh, go ahead, John. You're not done. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Mort will back up to the tunnel entrance, keeping an eye, you know, with his infravision on what's behind him there. And um, he's going to say, hey, send a dwarf up. Bring a torch. Yeah. Send in the A-team, bro. Right. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. John. Short wickedness. I take a running leap at the tunnel, 18 feet over my head. I do a spinning pirouette in midair. And then I land superhero style at the entrance of the tunnel. So Goran lugs his heavy form up the rope. 
<laughs> and hauls himself wheezing over the edge. <laughs> I want everyone to. I want to, everyone to imagine his little feet scrambling at the rock. Yes. He, 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 he pokes over and he makes a jest about being too old for this shit, and then moves, yep. <laughs> then moves down the hill. <laughs> All right, but I do bring a torch, or I get a torch out of my backpack. And dwarves are known for being able to light fires in almost any circumstances. That's so I true. fire up that torch. Yes. And, um, and, uh, I show him the spider webs. So I didn't tell him yeah. sooner. Then I okay. show it to him. So you've got a torch. One, two, three, four. I'd say we light those webs and see what yeah, happens. Man. Uh, dwarves right. love fire. Who, who, who had the torch? Uh, it, was it my, your, was it your torch? Uh, yes, it is. All right. So mark it off. Um, and then. You're going to move down. I'm going to say that with the. I'm just going to round it up to a turn, but for like the time that it takes for more to assess and then Gorn to get down there. Um, so that turn goes by. Somebody else can keep searching the room for other stuff while doing that. Be yeah, aware. Some things I want to look at for the statues while they're doing stuff, but we'll stay with yeah. you guys as long okay. as you want. Be aware that it's 1030 at night now. Okay. Um, Okay, so when the torch comes into the room, okay, uh, in Gorn, you kind of slip slide your way down in uh, standing next to Mort and kind of showing it all around. Now, um, the, the cobwebs, first of all, you can get more detail on. They um, they shrink back a little bit from your flame, um, and they are thick. Like, they're, like, really coating it. Like, you can't get a good bead other than that. They're, yes, those are indeed steps that go west, but you can't really make out anything more about them. Um, they go up. But in addition... Um, you the torchlight also reveals on the western wall to the west of uh to the um i'm sorry to the south of the staircase leading westwards is a sconce um there is no torch in the sconce however hanging from it is a silver holy symbol and that symbol is a crocodile <gasps> that's set that it is David's spirit animals. It's probably worth about 10 gold. I'm going to grab it. Before and or after I set shit on fire, dude. I want to do it after, before you set shit on fire. We'll, yeah, you we'll go wander it. over this spider town while I see okay, her. The is not covered in spider webs. It's just near the webs, mm -hmm. which I've already been near the webs because I had to look. Mm -hmm. So sure. I think I'm okay. I'm going to take okay. this, the, the, this, this holy symbol. Okay. And then I'll back up and I'll gesture for Goran to go light those webs on fire. All righty. So, John, okay. before I just willy nilly whip a torch into that thing, can I just, because um, I'm an expert at tunneling, get an idea of am I just going to fill up this whole area with smoke and choke myself out and die? Or do I feel like there's enough of an air current watching the webs move that the smoke will dissipate somewhere else? Should draw um, up the staircase. It, it will draw up the staircase. Yeah, you should be fine. Yes. Then uh, from about uh, five to ten feet away, let's call it ten. I'm gonna whip that torch into the uh, cobwebs. Okay. Cool. So, and they like they quickly catch on fire, and they kind of you can kind of see the fire sort of fade away up the stairs beyond your eyesight, right? As it sort of moves down, like moves you know up the stairs in a way. Um, and you're fine. No but chittering, no squealing, no nothing. Nothing. You're no, nothing. Burns them out. Far no adder cop, adder cop. Okay. <laughs> Is the torch just lying there on the steps then? Uh, yeah. All right. Shield up. I'm going to go pick up my torch. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to put see... it in the sconce. 
Oh, nice. While we're staying, while you're there, like on partway on the stairs with this torch, uh, what can we see about the staircase in terms of distance and height and so on? Uh, so it's what well, you can't you can't see an end to it, it goes up past the light into, into the uh, darkness. Yeah, okay. So, unless I've really botched up this map, this staircase is going over the pool room, quite likely. Suggesting it's going up to a totally different level. So I, I don't think we should follow it right now. No, you want to go check out the other tunnels? Yeah. Let's start with. Do we want to let the other guys do shit while we uh, while we uh, go off yeah. and get murdered? Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Okay. So back with the yeah. other two um, in the in the retainers in the statue room. What do you do? So I was curious about um, the statues and the the way that they might be facing or looking like is there any uh detail if we look carefully at like uh, their body postures and the way they're positioning are they all looking in the same direction is there anything unique about um if we're paying attention to their their stances and what they're actually kind of like depicting in their positions do they all seem to be uh looking in any particular direction or can we glean anything from uh their stances or position. You can't. No, not really. It doesn't seem to be any sort of significant pattern at all. Okay. And are these guys standing um, on plinths? Or are they standing like feet on the ground, like we've seen? Feet. Uh, well, they're on plinths, but their plinths are very small, and there's no like plaques or anything like that. Okay. Check their weapons for blood stains, Matt. Yeah. Well, I looked. I looked at the ones that were around them. Um, but yeah, I mean, we have uh, a little bit of time. He's going to look at kind of all of the statues, going to wind in and out to see if, um, like you mentioned, they have uh, their weapons and stuff like kind of carved in as part of them. Do any of them break the pattern? None of them break or are the pattern. All okay. nope. John, um, with the memory of all of our artifacts, partially in my mind, do any of the weapons on these statues aesthetically resemble things that I saw on the tables and on the, on weary art and etc. Um, not really. No, no. Okay, cool. I mean, Arden and Vool are here. Like they're, they're one of the two statues, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, um, other than what Arden is wielding, which is probably her spear, you know, there's not, you know, okay. Um, I got it. Uh, question you guys can look for like if there maybe, maybe I, you said this and I missed it but if there's any evidence on the floor of like abrasion of the statues rotate or move aside or anything like that like floor marks grinding farther no interesting yeah no okay. uh, what about the dust uh, in the room the dust in the room is probably disturbed by us at this point but was it as dusty as the other parts of this level it was yes very dusty uh, last thing I can, last thing I can, I'm sorry, David, go ahead. No. Oh. Uh, we did, we did a cursory glance at her corpse, but we didn't do like a, a deep inspection, right? I did. did I did a search. Okay. Never mind. <clears throat> uh, last thing I can think of is, uh, just going up to, uh, the statue of Arden, knowing that like this has happened before. I say, oh, um, oh, great Arden. It is, uh, my honor to, to be here standing before you. I wonder if there's anything that uh, you can do to help us on 
our uh, quest to uh, uh, make this a great, great place in your honor once again. Nothing happens. Are there any lines for their arms to move? No. Okay. All right. Are there any buttons? I think these statues are. Sorry. I think it's just a murder scene. Oh, it is, and I also think these are just like reference points. They might yeah. be useful information for something else, but yeah. Last, la last question: the uh, the ring finger that is missing on her left hand is that a, a wedding finger? The way that we kind of associate it with it now? It, it's it's it actually doesn't indicate which finger it was, so it doesn't really matter. Okay. Um, but it just it, the important thing is that a finger was cut off. Okay. She has no other jewelry or finery apart from the tunic. No. Tettles, right. much yeah. as I love this tunnel hopping up here, I'm wondering if we are getting off track by not doing what we said and going and exploring the rest of the, the level. But but tunnels. <laughs> but, but goblin and dwarf. Can, can, can they uh, perhaps have the intuition to ask the same question I did about humidity and draft and things like that with those tunnels? I absolutely have that kind of intuition. I'm definitely curious if we're getting a breeze. Uh, we know that the smoke drafted up the stairs, but if we're feeling any other air or humidity or anything like that. And I would like to just take the torch and shine it down both of those two tunnels and, and just get a 30-foot sense and then... Yeah, so they, they both wind eastward and southwards, um, respectively, um, generally directly, uh, natural, natural, ca not natural caverns about five feet wide. And, um, you would have to duck, well, actually you wouldn't, you wouldn't more, you and Gordon wouldn't have to, right. uh, but dark, um, the Eastern one, the air is very still. However, the Southern one, you, um, you can see that the, first of all, that the slope goes upward uh, from the southern in the southern tunnel, and there yeah. is a slight breeze coming from there. Okay. Humidity, humidity, though, no, you can't really determine anything. All right, that might Sound be worth checking water. out now. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I hate to, I, I love to explore tunnels like this, but you're probably right. It is off plan, so. I mean, everybody of exploration is good exploration. We got a set symbol out of the deal. Um, so, should we go back down? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And uh, with the torch, we didn't find any writing on the wall or footprints or... Nope. You know, Were the blocks... Scroll down one yeah. side. <laughs> Were the blocks from the entrance to this little complex... Uh, did they fall out into the room with the statues? Did I'm something sorry. tunnel into I'm the statue room? Or... What? Yeah, was this like somebody broke out into the statue room? Uh, no, it, there is no there is no debris at the base of the wall. You mentioned they started here and dug in. Who does that? Who like who digs a tunnel eighteen feet up? Spiders. Okay. Um, Bunch of goblins to stacked on top of each other. So you're going back maybe up? It's, maybe it's exactly what it is. Maybe it's an air shaft. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go back to the statue room, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say another turn goes by for going back up and observing the area in general. And so you drop back down safely with your companions. 
Can we get that grappling hook back? Can we like shake it loose? And mm -hmm. yeah, okay. All right. Should we go out the northeastern door and and then work our way west? Yeah, yes. I think so. Yes. Okay. So opening okay. the door, you do confirm that it does indeed connect. Cool. Um, and you're going to make your way one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. Where, where do you plan on going? Let's go right here. That, yeah, tall to the north. Yeah. Take a peek. Okay, so it's going to take a turn to get there. Now, looking uh, down that corridor there with your two sources of light, you can see that it goes for 10 feet Yeah. Um, before it uh, opens up into a, a, a T intersection of sorts. Basically, there are three doors, um, one to the north, one to the east, one to the west, and they are all like five feet down their respective corridors. You know what I mean? So like, there's sort of this. There's one here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's okay. east and west as well. Okay, so we'll get one here and one there. Is that right? Mm -hmm. You got it. Okay. Let me finish mapping this while you guys decide what to do. Seems like um, a good place to take take a few listens. Yeah. Um, is anyone else going to listen? I mean, I'm not, I'm not good at it, but I can try since uh, Mart is busy. Okay. I'll, I'll try to listen. Don't forget we're, we're close to being exhausted, too. Yeah. Just oh, okay. You on. know what, John? Mm -hmm. Fuck it. YOLO, baby. I'm going to go to the, uh, <laughs> the door on the right. And I'm going to have my shield up like this and my spatha out, and I'm going to crack open the door. Okay. Crack open the door, you can see that it leads into a room um, after after five feet, like the rest of the five feet kind of goes on. But then it opens up into a square room, 20 by 20, and you're entering in from the um, from the west on the southwestern side of that chamber. So it's a square room. Okay, the, so the furnishings in the room, the furnishings in the room are um, completely destroyed. Uh it, like in the same manner that you've seen in other rooms, like where things were ransacked, basically. There are um, silk clothes, like undergarments and tunics that are kind of strewn about all of the debris. Um, there is the a smashed, uh, there is a smashed writing table, but like the surface of the table is actually like on the ground with like its splintered legs, like underneath it. And you see that there are two objects that are still pinned to the top of that, of that smashed desk desk with daggers huh. okay like you can see like two daggers like sticking out onto the on the writing desk right um but you have to kind of like wade through like a pile of like debris to get to it yeah. um real quick quick can i tell if the the silken clothing that you said was a lot of strewn about is it women's clothing uh some of it is yeah does it seem similar to the gown we saw on the desiccated corpse in the statue room it does appear to be of a similar make and fashion okay nice uh, I want to move over to the um, writing desk and uh, take a look at that. Okay, so you recoil uh, in horror a little bit as you see what one of the daggers is pinning. Can you guess what it's pinning? A finger. It, it is. <laughs> yes, a desiccated, a desiccated human finger is underneath one of them. And pinned with the other is a scrap of parchment that has mythic writing on it. Okay. Uh, wave that at Anwir's face. Man of letters, come here. <laughs> Make yourself useful, boy. 
on where you can read that in that uh, it's just quickly written in Mithric. It's not like official or anything like that. It's just quick handwriting. And it says, the key is the builder and builder is capitalized. Oh, wow. Huh. Builder. So they smashed the builder who is the key. I wonder if this is something to do with them being pissed off about all the crazy secret <laughs> tunnels all over the place. Okay. Huh. Um, you guys want to search this room some more? This seems like a pretty cool area. Um, I, think, any, I think the only thing I think you you said that the desk was mostly smashed, mm -hmm. but uh, yes. still partially. Any are any of the drawers still intact that we could check to see if they're like false bottoms or backs or anything? They're not. Everything else is destroyed. Okay. okay. When when you're saying it's a desk, it's just a flat spot. There's no like Basically. hatch to open or. That's okay. correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. I mean, this kind of I will see. We should push open the other doors. It seems like a bunch of like scriveners quarters. Probably all the same sized rooms. Three of them here. Probably. Or they're the three fates, and we're about to uncover. Well, it, it looks like it's it's not like a, an elaborate desk. It's like a, a right. kind of desk that you would find in like a like a like an in room or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, so there's like a people, like a really. smash bed. There's smash chairs, and there's like clothes all over yeah. the place. And you know. Yeah. I mean, to David's point, though, like, are, we already found the soldiers' bunks. They're probably the temple itself had its own staff that were more of the, uh, you know, less secular area. All right, I'm let's gonna go kick open thing. both of the other doors. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Ahead. We're gonna go to the north door. Yeah, John, no, no ring on that finger, right? Just plain no, finger. There's a plain finger. Uh, okay, Avaricio thinks that's gross. He's gonna pull the dagger up and um, release the finger. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pocket the finger. I'm taking the finger. Okay, mark it down. Okay. It is not encumbering. Um, I, 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 can, I can't use it. Uh, if you guys don't want it, I'll give it to Nial to hold. Okay, when you open the other doors simultaneously, they also lead into the same sort of arrangement where there are uh, square rooms, 20 by 20. The northern one, um, you're entering in from the southwestern part of the southern wall. And the western one, you're entering in from the southeastern portion of the eastern wall. Other than that, they are exactly identical. Wait, tell me the north one again. The southwestern. You're entering from the, on southern the southern. Wall? Yeah, correct. Okay, southwest. So the this room goes like 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 this. Then. Yep. Okay. And okay. then the, the other one basically mirrors the first one. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're entering in from the east, uh, from the southeastern portion of the eastern wall. Okay. So the northern one, uh, you. So this one is interesting is that it is dust covered and it doesn't look like anyone's been in here for quite some time. It has not been vandalized. But you have an inkling that this is probably what the other room would have looked like if it had not been vandalized. Um, so there, it's uh, dust covered, um, including the bed is uh, dust covered. There's a wardrobe, and there is a stand-up writing desk there, which does look of a similar make as to the scraps of what you found in the other room. Um, on the in the western room, as you peer into that as well, you haven't stepped into either of these rooms, by the way. Right. Um, there is a bed, wardrobe, and writing table, but uh, but it's been utterly vandalized. All the furniture has been smashed to bits, just like the other one. Here, though, there is a corpse that lies in the northwestern corner. 
and you see distinctive orange robes, which you have seen before on this. Oh, closet. these are Thothian, Thothian robes, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. So which corner? North, northwestern corner? The northwestern corner there is amidst all the debris. Uh, that's the glance that, you know, the glance you get by looking into the room. John, can I go into the northern room and spend a turn searching for secret doors, particularly on the western wall? Uh, yes, you can. That'll take a turn. Uh, well, he's... Anything in particular? Um, the latrine. Where do these people go poop? I just, I just, the, the, uh, David, the player doesn't, uh, is, is curious why the, the area isn't symmetrical. So I'm wondering if there's a chamber in between those two rooms, but I'll be looking for latches, you know, like, uh, buttons, weird sort of like pieces of stone that don't look like they should be placed in that way. Okay. Uh, a sconce I can turn. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you don't just... find anything amiss on that wall. All right. While he's doing that simultaneously, can um, Avaricius uh, check over the uh, the corpse in the orange robes? Uh, yes, in the other chamber. So there, you can see will, that. What? Sorry, Mort will loot. Or not loot. Mort will search the debris in that room while he's looking at the corpse. Okay. And, and just for efficiency's sake, John, I'll do the north one while they're doing this one. The, the north one for what? I'm just going to search it. You said it wasn't it wasn't trashed, right? So I'm going to be looking through the sheets. I'll be looking under the mattress. I'll be looking for anything in the in the desk while they're going through this, just to make sure there's nothing in there, clue wise. Okay. okay. So the you guys find nothing of interest, um, uh, Avaricios. When you investigate the corpse, you do see that it's male, first of all, um, and you can see that it is definitely has been the victim of multiple gladius thrusts. Okay, like he is full of holes. Um, he met an, sure extreme, he a, an extremely violent end. Um, he is also wearing a gold symbol of Thoth oh, with an, an okay. ibis. I will, uh, oh, Ibi. With his heart full of uh, thoughts of his old imaginary friend, he will uh, take that, uh, who, take who that is, holy symbol. Okay, that's fine. The uh, holy symbol does take a slot. The... Who was looking through the rummage here? That was Mort. 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 So you also are able to dig up out of the refuse um, a suitable, wearable, uh, extra set of Thoth robes. So if you took it off the corpse as well, you would have two workable sets of orange um, Thoth. Thoth. Uh, yeah, I think we should. Uh, maybe we should take that. Each, yeah, each of those. Give, each of those sets right. is a slot. Yeah. So I'll give uh, one least... set. One set to Nyal. And okay, it seems like the, uh, the killing of a priest because they're not going to fit more. <laughs> that would look ridiculous. Um, yeah. let's say sure. Let me okay. see if I have the space. I'm sure I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can take it, David. Okay. I was just going to say it seems so, like the killing of the priest was a particularly uh, pointed, <laughs> but uh, no, they, it's 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 religiously motivated. I think there's some real anger towards the priesthood here or was the priest stooping the other one in the in the statue room with the rope <laughs> or no it was the candlestick uh, no, the, the, I'm confused. Like, 
you're 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 saying that it's religiously oriented, but once again, it might have been maybe they got caught in delecto flagrante and uh, someone was getting revenge. Oh, I mean, yeah, I mean that's very Agatha Christie. Yeah, I mean it could it could have been it could have been like a a, mur- a murder of that sort. I was thinking more of the fact that uh, uh, we've got a real like etube. We we have so many sad wounds that a group of people might have been exacting it upon one of these priests. They then cut the thing. I don't know. It just it's interesting that the level of violence is greater against the priests than any of the legionnaires that we found, for instance. Yeah. John, is there evidence of like old blood in this room, like dried blood stains around? Like if somebody stabbed that many times in in that area, in the northwestern corner, there is. Yeah. OK, OK. Hmm. When do you get speak with dead, bro? Uh, oh, that'd be sweet. To be clear, too, like a lot of the um, the legionnaires also obviously met very violent ends. I just haven't described them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But, you know, um, I the not, that's pitch so battle. Nothing in the room I'm searching, right? Uh, nothing in, nothing untoward, right? Okay, so now it is exactly 11 p.m. You have one hour before you are exhausted. Time for one more room, boys. Yeah, let's okay. hit that. Um, let's go uh, right here, John, and hit that one. Okay, you're going to open it right up? Yeah. Okay, you open up the door, and it continues on for five feet before it opens up into a rectangular room. It is 30 feet east to west by 20 feet north to south, and you're coming in directly in the middle of the northern wall. Pretty simple. Um, there is the furnishings in this room are in relatively good shape. It's 15 feet tall. Here, similar to uh, back eastward, you see that there are eight triple bunks made of iron-reinforced wood that line the southern wall, which is also the case in the other room that you were in. There are 20 chests that are scattered amongst the bunks. Um, their lids are open, and their contents appear to be gone. There's only a few bits of decrepit linen and wool clothing that remain. Um, and there are a few personal items that are sort of scattered around. You see, like, a razor, a mortar, mortar and pestle, um, a set of drafts made of wood, and a pack of playing cards that were made out of parchment. To either side of the door that you come in, there are weapon and armor racks, which is also similar to the other barracks that you were in. Um, On those weapon and armor racks, there are two suits of ancient legionnaire armor, six spears, three gladii, three war hammers, and 15 tower shields. Oh, that are all still there. There are, but... That all seems relatively normal and unsurprising. However, there are the corpses of three ancient legionnaires that lie in moldering lumps directly in front of you, near the door. Um, their uh, bodies easily, can easily show that they have, that they have displayed numerous sword and spear wounds. How many of those suits of armor are dwarf size? None. Or goblin, goblin sized, I assume. None as well? None. This is a John, I want to poke one of the bodies. Nothing happens. All right. Um, boy. So, you know, uh, Avarisus is going to uh, pick up uh, one of the uh, the war hammers and just kind of give it a, a twist in his uh, hand. Does it seem uh, good and sturdy? Yeah. Seems perfectly right. usable. 
All right. Um, On yeah. a scale of one to five, John, would you say it's like a, a three? <laughs> it's a solid plus zero. You taking it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to take it. It's better than the uh, this uh, mace I have. It's not that great. Okay. You never wear hammer. Uh, and he'll leave the mace in its place. Don't forget that every weapon has like special cool traits. So warhammers That's are different than just... they are different than yeah. maces. Yeah, this one has the uh, the crushing quality, which sounds pretty cool. Mm. You're crushing. Mm. Uh, so if he ever gets a if he ever fights anything, hopefully you won't. Um, uh, but on a critical hit versus a humanoid of the attacker size or smaller, the attacker can choose either to disarm the target or have the target's movement speed. Ooh, little little hobbling going on, a little breaking of knee of kneecaps, old tactical avaricious, or or um, shattering of wrist bones, which is the disarming bit. That sounds painful. Hmm. Uh, so the stuff you listed out is what we just get from a kind of a casual glance through the room, right? Yep. So we should probably take a turn to really turn the room over, search the bodies, yep. etc. Okay, that's fair. Take a turn to carefully go through it. Um, you don't. Does it take all of us? I'm sorry, John. Does it take all of us to do that, or can some of us look around the edges to see if there's secret doors too? You can do that as well. Um, you don't find okay. any secret doors. Um, you do not find anything of interest. However, they want, well, you do find one thing of interest. When you're rifling through the tower shields, you do see that one appears to be much nicer and much more resistant to corrosion and age than the others. All right. I mean, that's awesome, but who's carrying that bad boy? It's two slots. Well, Yost can't use it if he's using the spear, because that takes two hands. Right. No, spears can take one. No, not the black iron spear. Oh, the black iron one. Yeah. It's super heavy and takes two hands. In order it's to a heavy boy. He can carry it one-handed, but he can't use it one-handed. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't... And, and you said that uh, Mort can't take a tower shield, right? Uh, no. Not this side. Okay. I need a potion of growth and a permanent spell. You need a potion of silence on your keyboard. <laughs> I was wondering, can you guys really hear that? Is it picking up? It might not show up in the mix. We'll see. I had to. I'm using two separate computers. I had to put one keyboard over the other because I kept typing on the wrong damn keyboard. <laughs> Mad. Um, okay, John. I'm going to go listen at those double doors in the hallway. Let's do it. I'm going to go with David. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. What? What time is it now, John? It's eleven ten. In, in real life, or, or no? In, in uh, game it's, it's eleven ten. Oh, we were almost lined up. It's almost lined up. (laughs) So, 50 minutes. Yeah. Fine. All right. Onward. So, you go to the you go to the west, and you are going to listen at those doors. I am. Okay. So it's going to take another turn. Um, At the end of that turn, uh, you don't hear anything. By the way, Uh, Goran's torch goes out. (gasps) I cast it aside, John. That's okay. We got Ivarisios has his permanent light. Got you. Don't know why you're carrying that thing anyway. Because he, he, he left you. He left you behind, Aversios. Um, you never know you might need to burn a bunch of cobwebs. Okay, so you don't hear anything beyond the doors, Onwe. What do you do? Are there any... Uh, do the doors have any uh, carvings or signage or indications of 
what might exist on the other side. It doesn't, which is kind of strange. They're solid and, you know, same basic make as the other doors, but they're, they're devoid of any, of any, uh, decoration. Okay. They're just I double. I kick them open. <laughs> Boom. You open them up and you come into a very, very strange looking room. It is a perfect octagon. You are entering in directly in the middle of the Eastern side. Okay. It is, uh, once again, uh, perfect, uh, Ted. So it is a 40 by 40 octagon. Now, and we're in the coming the in directly on the side. middle of the eastern wall. Now, forty by forty, not fifty by fifty. Uh, no, did did you really want it to be fifty by fifty? Well, <laughs> because of where the door is on the grid line, uh, coming in the middle of a twenty foot wall. Well, so really those doors are actually they should be straddling the um, the line. Uh, should be further south. Uh, while we're doing this oh, map, I'm gonna go, go tuck I'm gonna go tuck that kid in and I'll be right back. Okay. We're literally entering a room that says stop. Correct. Oh. So the room itself, it's 20 feet tall. Um, it has uh, a fine ribbed vault on the top of it, and set into the walls, all along all of them, are 20 stone stalls. All right. Each stall is set two feet into the wall and there is a wooden seat in each one of the stalls. You found your pooper. Clearly. Or it's the cloisters. (laughs) I hope it's the latrine though. Above each stall, there is carved a unique image of an Archontean hero. Each one, each one of them is one of the uh, 20 Archontean worthies. Uh, so you can easily see what you know, what, what which heroes designated by which you know over which which seat, directly across from you on the western wall. Those two stalls are uh, you can easily see are um, Arden and Vool, opposite the entrance doors. Okay, in the center of the chamber, there's a fire pit with long with uh, ashes that are like long dead and cold, and there's a rostrum there as well that faces west towards the seats. I'm sorry. Um, What's a rostrum? It's like a platform. Oh, okay. Um, the the one thing that sort of interrupts the perfect symmetry of the room is that there is a toga-clad, desiccated corpse that is sprawled across Vool's seat. At two. Yeah. There is a massive codex, like a big book that is bound in red leather that is at um, that is at the floor of the corpse. Like, you know, like it's sprawled across the seat, you know, and like there's this massive tome that's obviously has fallen out of its, out of its draping hand across the seat. And right. as, as um, you, as oh. you enter in on where two, and you're kind of taking this in, you can, um, it's, it's very stuffy in here, right? There's not, there's no other exits or anything like that. Uh, but, uh, as the noise of the doors opening sort of settles, you can you can swear that you can hear coming from that general area of the corpse um, and Arden and Vool, you can hear like faint whispering in the air, like very, very subtle and and, and uh, slight. And it's all in Mithric, ancient, okay? And you just hear yeah. 
you hear protect. I, I'm going to have to kind of speak it because other, otherwise my mic won't pick it up because I have a limiter on, but, um, but it's whispering. So the, it says, protect the relics. Do not let them take the relics. Duty is honor. Honor is duty. We must remain until summoned. And I, it's sort of like, just like a mantra, like over and over and over again. All right. Um, one question. Where in this octagon is the builder? That's a good question. Do you step into the room? Ooh. Okay. And you do a circuit around the room to determine where the builder is? I do. Okay. So you find that the, uh, that on the Northern wall, on the Western part of the Northern wall, uh, one of the two seats is a uh, foci on the builder. Is there any sort of desecration or out of sort sort of stuff here? Or is it normal? It seems normal. <clears throat> so okay. when, you, well, when you're when you're up close, you can see like because there's another seat like right next to Fokines, and you can kind of compare yeah. that all of the seats in um, generally appear to uh, they're, they're solid. Like I know it seems like it does actually look like a massive, like shared toilet area or something like that. Right. But, um, but <laughs> the, um, the seats don't have like holes in them or anything like that. However, each seat does have a very subtle set of hinges on the back so that you could raise the seat. How do you, I'm not sure I understand. It, it's so a it's bench. Like, You're yeah. sitting on a bench that lifts. So you can lift it. You could, documents yeah. And shit. Oh, 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 oh. Well, why don't I? Why don't I look in the builder's bench within the hinges there and see something inside? Okay, so you you open it up and there is a compartment underneath. Uh, you know, like basically the dimensions of the seat itself. You know, underneath, but there doesn't appear to be anything in it. At a casual glance, I'm going to do a close search of it. Okay. For a false bottom or anything like that. Spending a turn. Why don't we come all in and do all the seats? Yeah. Uh, okay. As you step in, all of you guys can hear that whispering. It's very, very unnerving. Okay. Uh, as um, Onwir, as you are look, looking carefully along that seat, you can see that there is a very, very subtle, and it was only because your fingers were moving along the edges of the upper, of the, um, underneath the part of the seat that opens up, right, that you feel a catch. I'm going to pull it. Okay. Um, the back, like basically the the back of the stall where Fokayan's portrait is, uh, like whips open, goes and opens up and reveals a corridor uh, leading uh, to the north. Uh, I turn back and I say, well, you frickin' goobers can sit around in here listening to whispers, but I'm on my way to the north. <laughs> He's so aggressive. And that's from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Jeez. I do, I do think we should invent. What's that? What's your sense of teamwork? Also, you're forgetting the giant red tome. You're just going to go sally yeah, forth on the forgotten corridor and leave that big giant book there as the door as the door opens um the whispers become a little bit more frantic and hurried and a little bit louder um uh it, it protect the relics don't touch the relics don't let anyone touch the relics interesting um, 
I wonder if the relics are actually hidden and what we thought was the relics is all decoys. Who knows? Uh, I, uh, the uh, builder is the key. It's his seat. This is, oh, the builder is the key. Mm. Uh, Uh, Before we run off, though, let's check that book. I think that book could be, you know, probably the eighth volume of the Harry Potter series, and we're going to be famous and rich, you know, and... I'm gonna, I'm gonna, wait, wait, before, yeah, before he touches that book, I'm gonna stand in the secret door hall <laughs> out of out of the immediate I, radius. I was suggesting you look at the book since you're the wizard. Uh, you can look at the book. Mort's gonna pick the book up, Okay, so you're gonna check out the book. Check out the book. Okay, the whispers are like right in your ear, Mort, when you approach the seat of Bull. Um, and you. Well, the book's like lying on the floor, right? It's lying on the floor. Do you look at the corpse or you just, you're like eyes, all eyes on the book right now? Well, if, if I come up to the book and I'm really hearing the whispers loud, I think I should look at the corpse first. Like, is it coming from the corpse or from the book? It's coming from the general area, but the closer you get to Vool's seat, the louder the whispers become. Um, yeah, I'll go with that? you to look at the corpse. I'll Who go with you to look at the corpse. Killed the goblin before. Why not do it again? I'm going to get closer to the corpse and say, uh, see if I can see who it is or anything, uh, features about them or, um, like say this is actually Vool or something crazy like that. Okay. So it's wearing a toga. So it's not wearing armor. Okay. Uh, it's desiccated once again, definitely male. It has been stabbed multiple times with spears and there is one spear that is still in it, in its throat which has impaled it through the throat into the seat itself. Okay. It's pretty gruesome. Uh, I did it again. So yeah, but on the plus you. side, it can't move around if it's pinned to the wall. Big plus. Yeah. Right, so it's male, it's robed like a Thothian or like an officer or something. More like a like a like a politician almost, right? Like a like a senator or something like that, right? Um, and, it definitely uh, does, just, does, doesn't give you the vibes of being priestly or religious or of any nature. Just um, to catch me up, the, the green circles around the outside. Those are the seats. Oh, yeah, those the seats are the twenty worthies. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. As um, best I can tell from John's description, I think I did it roughly right. Okay, so the codex itself, when you look it up, uh, it is written in Mithric. So See, and then when okay, you okay, I'll come back and look at it. It's fine. You do? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I, don't really, I don't really want to touch anything, to be honest, but uh, for the sake of Mike, I'll come and let him, or I'll let Mort hold it as I look at the Mithra. <laughs> okay, so I the title... going to drive me crazy, though, but, you know, it's fine. So the title on the top is, it says, The Red Book of the Defenders of Arden. <clears throat> that sounds like an awesome book. This is like <laughs> Balin's tomb right here, man. This is like... <laughs> They've taken the third stairs. Okay. <laughs> when you open it up, you see that it is a codex, and that codex is divided into 12 sections. And each one of those sections is marked as one of the 12 labors of Arden. What's in the 12th? In, What's in the 12th section? Within each section yeah, is a... Let's say. Within Sorry, a, go ahead, John. Within each section is a carefully ruled table with column headings. And it's all been carefully like written in a very fine script, you know, like 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 an accountant almost. Within each section is a carefully ruled table with column headings, reading name, 
date completed, date failed. All right, the tables for the first six labors contain approximately 90 names each for each of the six labors, right? There's about 90 names in each of those. Um, and of those, it looks that there are six, about 66% of them have been completed the labor while 33, 33% seem to have failed. The sections for labors seven to 11, however, have many fewer entries on average about 35 names with a much higher failure rate of about 80%. Well, I'm guessing what we're looking at here is legionnaires who have undertaken some kind of ritual recreation of the labors and some of them have succeeded and some have failed and it's a it's an initiation like mike was saying earlier the whole mithric uh cult of mithras you know we've got a cult of arden here and there so they're you, doing john you could also probably but, but because of it, how well organized it is you could do a lot of cross-referencing and research if you spent a significant amount of time you could probably glean even more info and patterns out of it but that's i'm not, i'm i'm sorry john go ahead that's it. I'm just saying, like, you, there's not much more you can get out of it unless you spend a lot more time. I suspect I... that the the uh, the people who succeeded are the source of the artifacts that are on the table that we identified. Because we were curious, like, why are some of them there and why are some of them not? I bet that there's an alignment with success at these tasks, yeah, with putting yeah. the putting the artifacts in the museum room. I'm sorry, David, but Interesting. go ahead. No, that makes sense. I, I like where your head's at. Uh... No, I mean, like, I don't want to spend a lot of extra time, but if if there's a depreciating success rate as we progress through the the uh, various rights, um, labors rather, I want to see how many people succeeded at the 11th and 12th. And if there's... There's just one, no 12. He only said 7 through 11. Mm -hmm. Oh, 7 through 11. So there is not... It said 12 sections. Yes. Initially. Uh, the 12th section the 12th is, section is right empty. Now. That's what I'm curious about, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the final section contains, uh, no names, uh, neither as completed nor failed. Yeah. Does and, the and labor the, explain anything further? Like, do we see any details about the labor in there? It just knowledge? says the 12th labor. That's all it says. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, this is a slot. yeah, it's a slot. One, one slot book. You want me to take it? I'll take it. You just can sure. carry it. If you'd like to. All right, yeah. fascinating. Um, and there's nothing else definitely... on the corpse, right? Is the spear like magical looking, or is there like thirty pieces of silver in his pocket, or anything else? Nope. Okay. Um, All right. Can we um, like, go north? Yes. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like. We, like <laughs> Hey, uh, can you last rights over this corpse? He seems very upset about being dead and uh, stressed out. Like, can you can you at least pray a ritual over his uh, corpse? And I, I, of course, I can. This poor guy. Why don't you yank the uh, the uh, spear out of his throat? That looks very yeah. uncomfortable. I'll pull the spear out and lay it beside him, and we can move the body down on the floor. And, you know, fold his hands over his chest. And okay, so you can see that. Um... He is wearing a toga, like you're, you're right. It looks like like an officer or a senator. Um, he is uh he is uh desiccated, of course, but it looks like the man that it used to be was was well built at one time, like a strong man. 
Okay. Um, yeah. So I will I will hold my holy symbol. I will touch it to his head, and you know, you know, may Lysion bless you, and um, uh, may Arden find your spirit to be worthy and brave in the afterlife. Okay. Um, it's still uh, the the whispers still continue on relentlessly. So do we all we all hear this in this room? You all hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they they it's seem to be just like sourceless. They're just like. Well, no, they're they're coming from generally around the corpse in Vool's seat. Okay. okay, so we've moved the body onto the floor. I'm going to open up Vool's seat. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you. Uh, let's see. So the interesting thing here is that when you attempt to open Vool's seat, you do not see a hinge. And you cannot find a way to open it if it can, if it even can be opened, which is strange. Is it hollow? Yeah, I was going to say tap it, sounding it, it for it, hollow. It does sound like it's hollow. Yeah. Does the backboard sound hollow? Uh, the backboard. Is it opened up to be a secret corridor on the other seat? Oh, the back wall. Uh, yeah. No, does not appear. No. But right. Remember, that's also mostly taken up by like an actual portrait of Vool himself. Right. Arisius, you want to use that Warhammer? <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. What Maybe. about Arden's seat right next to it? Does it have hinges? It does not. Uh, does that sound hollow? It does. Do any of the others have hinges? Or was All it of the only... other ones have hinges. Okay. <laughs> um, is it possible that the two seats are not individually hinged, but the whole assembly rotates or moves or has some other hinge or contraption like go around the seams of the wood there look on the floor you know is this like actually a, a whole section that moves which 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 part Vool or Arden? well i was thinking the two of them together but really either and or both basically i mean i would say arden let's check arden first just because this whole area is arden-esque right david's got something I'll also add that the hint that we're dealing with is the key is the builder and the builder is the architect of the predominance of these sure. spaces. And if you're talking about a possibility of a hidden contraption that would unlock a seamless uh, couple of seats, that may exist in the Northern Passage. <laughs> That's something it's that's man. worth investigating. Passage, man. No, I, yeah, I, before we start I, smashing stuff, sure. I agree. That, oh, I don't want to smash it. I agree that the northern corridor is probably going to be really interesting, but I also think that, you know, it, there's not going to be a corridor behind this necessarily. But I do feel like if everybody else has a hinged seat and they don't, it's significant. Agreed. I agree. So 100%. I, I'm saying I think I mean, they're, the two are correlated and not divorced from each other. Oh, I see. And going, going to the north doesn't exclude solving this room. It may right. be the solution. Uh, That's what, what I'm trying to I say. Um, need to be the pooper parties, guys, but are we going to, before we do this northern corridor, do we need to go rest? What is it now, 1130, John? It's 1130, yeah. Ward, are, are, you, are you searching? You said you're searching. I am, the... I'm searching the two seats, yes. Okay. And I will help them do that. Okay, that takes another turn. Um. Uh, Mort, I'll say that you're doing Arden and Gorin, you're doing Vool. Mort, you find, as you're very carefully searching every inch of that stall, that the carved face of Arden on the back wall 
that her left eye is actually a separate piece of stone or a separate piece of wood from the rest of it. Like, like you're kind of you can push in. Maybe. Yeah, don't push it with your finger, dude. Just oh, push it with a finger. finger. Oh, that's what it's meant. Let me have the finger on where. All right, <laughs> I'll give you the finger. The desiccated finger. I'll push the eyeball. Okay, it depresses. And as it depresses, the seat pops open. Nice. Okay. All right. And inside, sitting all by itself in the midst of it, is a small ring. The um, It's a heavy gold band. And there, uh, it has an oval disc of gold on the face of it as well. And in the center of the oval disc is an intaglio of an amethyst. And there is a an inscription on that intaglio, on that on that amethyst, um, uh, which you can't read right now. You, you just see that there is one. Oh, I'm sorry. So no, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, it is a. Yeah, it's a gold band with an oval disc of gold on the face, and then the oval the oval disc has a um, an inscription on it. Okay, but in the midst of that oval is set intaglio. There is a there is an amethyst in the middle of it. Okay, um, there is uh, the amethyst has something carved into it, and there is also like an inscription around it in the gold around the setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, so it's not a bone ring of um, <clears throat> of uh, jaggery naz then. It is not, no. Okay. Um, Matt has hot to say something. Oh, I'm just curious. The You mentioned the oval around the ring. Does this seem to be the same size of the oval that was in the wall of the room that we entered in? Yes. Ooh, Nicely done, well Matt. Well done, Matt. Nicely done. At the same time, Gorin also uh, finds something interesting on the in the, uh, in the stall of Vool. Um, you can see that the entire head of Vool that is carved on the back wall is actually can be moved and rotated. Oh, mm. turn it so that he's looking at his girlfriend. <sighs> okay. Uh, I want to use the tip of my spear and stand like as far away as I can and just use his nose to push him towards uh, Arden. Okay. So uh, you can twist it. So it can only go one way and it has to, it can only go 90 degrees to the left. Okay. And okay. as you turn his head and it ratchets into place, kunk, the seat pops open. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. What do I find in there? Peering in, you see that there is an identical looking ring sitting there. However, there is also a scroll. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to retrieve them, John. You reach in and grab them? Yeah, oh, yeah. Kill me now. Okay. When you reach in and grab them and you put your hand <laughs> on that ring, the whispering becomes a scream of rage and anger. Traitor! Traitor! You have stolen the relics! We are sworn to defend them! Didn't you touch your and ring? You see, you see, rise out of the corpse a vague shape of like toga clad person. However, it's like it's it's black and grayish and made out of shadow with bright white eyes as it looks at you with absolute hatred and bears down upon you. 
and he a has cold, about hundred of those now. <laughs> a, a coldness, a coldness, basically drapes over the entire room as all of your spines go numb, as this thing lunges out with black claws towards Gorand, uh, sweeping on oh. the wind. Thanks a lot, Mike. Hey, yeah, dude, you touched your ring. <laughs> yeah, it's I not a relic. I would like I to. Just want, I just want everyone to be yeah. reminded of how many warnings I issued about touching. Yes, yes, baby. Okay. <laughs> I told you so. I told you so. Yeah. Does not help us at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, <laughs> the ring then is—is is it a bone ring, John? It is not. It's an identical ring. Identical to the gold one that I found. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I able to get off a turning, or Absolutely are we an initiative? Not. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't hurt to you ask. Can, you can ask. You can ask. Uh, so uh, you could you can it is uh, declare de- declaration though. So if you want to declare turning, you should do that with your spells. Anyone else want to do spell de- declaration? Uh, I'm gonna. Yes. 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 Okay. Fine. You don't have to tell me what it is. Every so are you yeah. gonna declare? I, uh, yes, I declare that I shall turn this undead monster. Okay, and Gorand, you are actually in melee with the thing right now. So you can declare if you want uh, to move out of melee. Um, I am going to beat a retreat towards the doorway. The main doorway, right? right? Yep. A full retreat or fighting withdrawal? Fighting withdrawal, please. Okay, cool. So you can move half your movement. Um, so... That is going to be what is your normal movement? 30? Uh, 90. 30 and 30 in melee, uh, 30 in combat. Yeah. So, um, you can move 15. So, you're getting you're you can't get all the way back to the door, right? Gotcha. Um, if you're fighting, okay, so you're gonna do that, okay. And then we got declarations. Let's roll for initiative, folks. Let's do it, Mike. Mike? I, I, I'm sorry, I got a six. I was trying to move ah. the PC thing. Is it John's? That's me. That's roll John's. it. Looks like a cock died to me, though, man. That's oh. <laughs> I mean, it was close. Okay. It was really, really close. So it is. Ted, going... I messed up your door. Okay, I can fix it. Whoa. How did you... I was trying to move. I was trying to move the PC token into the room because you said we could do that, and I'd, I'd messed it up. Mike wants to get out of here so bad that he moved the door to where he I is. I do want to point out that it's very possible that every corpse in this dungeon is now a wraith. Yeah. So ret- retreating into the rooms that have ten at a time might not be the direction of retreat we should take. But I hear you, dude. Okay, so it is going to attack you. Uh, what is your AC? My AC now is only eighteen. Doesn't matter. I rolled a one. Uh, so it, you definitely are like uh, you were wary of something happening, and you're like, oh shit! <laughs> as you start to back back the fuck away, as it swipes at you and howls at you in anger, um, and uh, it is your guy's turn. cast mirror image <laughs> so it would it, be move it'd be move first sure so Gorn, you're you're moving back towards the door is anyone else moving yeah i i, I, I was go ahead Hunter. i was gonna go north you you can't go north because you're casting a spell and i can't move okay. you, you cannot move it's the only thing you can do is cast a spell gotcha okay. Mort is going to um, stick with Gorand. If he's if Mort's not actually in melee, he will. You're, you're pretty much out. there, so you can just move up into melee if you want. But Gorand is moving out of melee. I thought he is. Yeah. So I want to f- move to where Gorand is going to be. Oh, so he, okay, all right, yeah, yeah. And Yost is as well, like okay. fighting retreat, kind of sticking with Gorand. 
Got it. Okay. That so, means we're in melee. We're in melee. Uh, but, is know. Nyal moving? Uh, yeah, Nyal is going to take up position near Avaricios. Well, Avaricios is, he can't move because he's going to uh, turn. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Lisbeth is going to uh, move back towards the doors. Back to the, okay, so Nyal's protecting Avaricios. Got it. Okay, uh, now it is uh, spells assuming that no missiles are being fired. So I am image. not going to missile. Yeah. Okay, so Anwar, you're going to cast Mirror Image? Correct. All right. What's the what do we what's the purpose? What does it do? Uh mirror image. Don't don't uh, give me the whole the whole description. Just tell me the the 1d4 duplicates of myself. Okay. Cool. Uh lasts for six turns. Uh one, two, three, four, six. Mirror image. So the, oh it missed it missed its gotcha. attack on ground. That's right. Okay. Got it. Okay. All right. So you guys can see up at the northern quarter, onward just sort of goes boom, 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 and like there's a bunch of them, um, just kind of ba- uh, all in front of that, uh, in front of Fokai and the builders. I have to, style. I have to roll the d4 though, for what it's worth. Oh, okay, cool. It's one, one d4. Yeah, go yeah. for it. <laughs> so it's just one. It's one. There's two of me. <laughs> two of you. Okay. That's better than one. Okay. Uh, and then the turn, right? Yeah. Uh, so I will roll two d6, Please. and it's going to be a very, very high number. Okay, it's a seven. A seven. Okay. Okay, So um, it appears to not take notice of your holy power as it unleashes from your holy symbol. Doesn't seem. I mean, that's kind of rude, but you know, whatever. Okay, and my face is trashed. No one else is attacking, so no one else is in melee. So uh, next round, uh, declaration of spells. No. Okay, roll for initiative. I got a two. Who's going? I think I got that, it. Okay. Oh. oh <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> Don't let me do this anymore. <laughs> you are banned. Okay. Uh, let's see. Give me one second. Did you actually get the ring, Mike? Yeah, I got it. On my fat little dwarven finger. Okay. Did you okay. grab the scroll? I mean, I said I grabbed both items. I'm assuming I've got them. You, yeah. Do you guys want to throw yeah. the items back down and so, see if it assuages the rage? It's Let's thought about that. Let's see how bad this fucks us up. It is uh, much faster than you. So Ooh. as you guys are moving back towards the door, it actually sweeps up and over you and uh, drops in front of on top of Gorn so that it places itself between Gorn and the door. Okay. Um, and then it attacks Gorn. Okay. What's it attacking with? Like claw attack kind of thing? or Wispy black claws. Wispy black claws. Okay. That's and not John, good. John, does, does, the, does the protection um, seem oh, to yeah. do anything from the casket that um, oh, yeah, the uh, casket. Elizabeth is holding? Uh, yes. So let me look up the spell again. I've got it. Um, those warded gain a plus one bonus to saving throws against attacks or special Ooh. abilities of affected creatures. The spell wards the caster and all allies within 10 feet from attacks by creatures of another alignment. Yeah. Uh, at, uh, uh, affected creatures' attacks against those warded are penalized by a negative one. Yeah. Okay. I got to help on that roll, though. Yes. So uh, it definitely does work. 
uh, here. So the the protection from evil, thanks to Yak and the Proud, um, it 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 does appear to be a little bit disoriented by that, um, but it, it strikes with such fury and force that it uh, it it gets through the protection and hits you anyways. Um, Gorn, you're going to take three points of damage, um, and I need you to make a saving throw versus breath weapon, but you get a plus one for that because of Yak and the Proud. Okay, my saving throw against breath attacks is a 10. So I guess I got to roll a nine or higher. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Sweet. There you go. Okay, cool. So um, as it um, it plunges its claws into you, you can feel it kind of pull out a little bit of your essence. And you are one part, not only are you taking the physical pain, but uh, you are also drained of one point of strength. Please mark it down. Ooh. Ooh, what happens if you make your save or fail your save? Um, don't find out. Okay, and it, it basically like it, it screams in an un, like an unearthly howl like right in your face. Your guy's turn. Um, well, let's find out if we can stab it, shall we? How dare you? How dare you? It just screams like right at Gorn. You want first blood there, uh, Gorn? I was you go first, dude. I actually was thinking about taking up David on a suggestion and running back to the Arden uh toilet and throwing the shit in there. All right, Mort's going to uh stab it in its um in its leg like uh when the hobbit stabbed the Nazgul. Hmm. What are you but using? Not that, you ain't. not with that roll, it doesn't matter, John. No, I rolled a uh uh, let's see here. That's um a five plus the uh, uh three for the dagger plus. Um, no, it doesn't do it. So yeah. its its AC is nineteen. Oh yeah, that doesn't. Oh. Let's see if Yost can manage it. Okay. Uh, Yost, big guy. Steps into the ring with the black iron spear. Does this count? Does not count as a humanoid, I assume. No. That's a no from Yost. Oh no! Wait. Oh yeah, that's a nine. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right, John. So, can I ask a question um, real quick? Mm-hmm. Does this resemble what killed Osric? Uh, sorta. In a terrifying okay. undead floaty way. Not not the not the same. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um N- Nyal would like to take a swing at him with um uh his magical axe, the ruiner of appetites. Okay. All right. He hauls off. And Ooh. Uh, oh, that's gonna hit, I think. That's a uh uh 21 to hit. Sweet. Okay. Does anything uh, so? Uh, yeah, so he's going to roll his. Um, uh, yeah, he rolls an advantage on his uh, d10, so he's going to roll two d10 and take the higher. Uh, uh, all right, uh, the higher one is a six, and uh, he gets uh, plus three, so that's uh, nine points of damage to the thing. Okay. All right, so the Ruin of Appetites does seem to find purchase where the rest of you guys were kind of swinging through just black mist. Um, the Ruiner actually, like, connects, um, and the thing Christ. howls in pain. Uh, um, 
and it turns its uh its white pupilless eyes on y'all. Anyone else? You know, let's add about that. Um, um, I don't know when I do this, John. Um, I want to go throw the ring and the scroll back into the Arden box and then shut the door. Okay, you can't do that this round because you didn't declare that you were retreating from melee. No, you know, so you're, you're, you're engaged, right? So okay. can he throw them to me? Uh, yeah, you can throw them to you. You want to try throwing them to me? It's just going to go after you, dude. I'm just trying to alley up, trying to help. I yeah, can't okay. attack or do anything. So, Gorn, are you going to throw it to Onwe or no? Yeah, John, I'll do that. Okay, cool. Uh, which one? Which one though? <laughs> or I should? No, I should? No, I know. That's true. More. No, I'll take a second to put the the scroll through the ring and just throw it to Onwe. Which Onwe? Yeah, okay, there are two so, of them. So never mind. Never mind. Never mind. This is too convoluted. Never mind. No, it's not convoluted. It's not convoluted. You just have to understand like what it's what it's looking like. You like you were in melee with this horrible, awful soul sucking okay. thing. So like yeah. it's like a spur of the moment, like eh, thought toss. You know, without even looking, which you can totally do. Um, you know, and then on where you can get it. But there's no like there's no subtlety to it at all. You're just like fuck it. You know, to toss it. You know, and and, and just so I understand yeah. the likelihood that it just swoops to me and attacks me before I can even move. Is very well, high, I haven't, so I haven't said what move. it does. I'm just asking Goran, if, if, are, are you okay with that? Just chucking the thing over to Onward. That's all I'm asking. I'm, I'm okay with it. I, I do that. Okay, Onward, you can catch that and you got it. Okay, so uh, that was the bottom of the round. Did anyone else, has anyone else not gone? Uh, the only thing Avaricious would want to do now is um, he's going to take out Shrieker because that's the only magical weapon he has to do some damage. Maybe. Uh, so you can't turn out. more than once. Can you not try and turn more than one time? I don't know, John. Can I? Uh, I thought we established. I, no. I don't know. We always had to come up with a decision. We're in the middle of combat, so I'm going to say no for now. Okay. Um, so the uh, top of the round now, right? So uh, melee movement and spells. We have to do initiative. We declare. We, first. Have, we have to declare first. Uh, oh, okay. Spells. I am going to move. I'm going to try to put this in the box. So that's that's my movement. Okay, so. <laughs> We've been playing this for a couple years now. We should be down with the, with the combat, okay? Before we roll initiative, we have to declare, just declare, declare. if you are well, moving with it. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to move. I'm no, no, declaring no, that no, I'm no, going no. to move. Listen, just listen. Declaring if you are in melee, if you're doing melee yeah. movement. That's the only thing that needs to be declared. Okay. Or spells, okay? All other movement happens within the initiative order. So is anyone in melee, who there's a bunch of you, want to move? No one no. in melee is moving. Okay. Are there any spells going to be cast? No. Not okay. Not going to guess. Now we roll initiative. Three. I'm not doing it. I got it. <laughs> Five. Yeah. Five. You guys Finally, win. Finally, there okay. we go. Now, okay. now we move into the normal phases. So now it's move for those people who declared that they're or who who plan to move. So You're not roll for monster morale first, John. Uh, no, this guy. <laughs> not scared of you. I think he's fine. Uh, so onward. What are you doing? I'm going to take the scroll and ring and place them uh, devotedly <laughs> into the box. I'm going to close the box. I'm going to get on a knee and beg for forgiveness. Okay. So it whips its, like it, it moves its eyes off of y'all and like watches you as, uh, yeah, as the rest of you guys are like just swiping at it and everything like that. It's, it just like beads on, on, on where is it like watches you do that. Right. Um, and it shrieks and it bears it's like you could see like a, like some sort of black hole of a mouth like opens up as it watches you do that um 
nothing happens for the moment as you prostrate yourself in front of it. Uh, anyone else moving? No. No, uh, Arvisio's missile weapon? Um, hmm. Everybody's right there. If he misses, it's going to hit. Yeah, he's going to hold off. You're going to hold off. Okay, cool. So no spells going off, so now it's melee. Um, that should be everyone else, I believe. All right. Mort. Mort says, die, foul creature. Oh, so close. (laughs) So that's a uh, 16. So unless someone has an extra plus three sitting around, I think I missed. Nope. And then Yost also makes a stabbing attack. Son of a... Dice are not on my side tonight, guys. All right. It's up to you, Goran. All right. Mikey Slayer. Hey, Matt, does Elizabeth want to cast Fairy Fire on it? (laughs) <laughs> no, she doesn't have that. Holding the coffer. Uh, yeah. Well, John, I'm using that that Spatha Igne. Igni? Ignis. So, you know, I mean, if it's a plus seven or something, let me know, and then I will have hit. What did you roll? Rolled I, rolled, a I rolled a 10. I have a plus two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I need a plus seven. Let me know if it's a plus seven weapon. Why do you only have a – oh, that's right. You don't have any strength. You're not hit. Does y'all want to do anything? Uh, yeah, Neil's gonna uh, try to cut the thing's head off. Yes, uh, oh, he rolled it naturally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was well Please. done, Neil. Uh, yeah, Neil does not like this thing. Uh, again, rolling at advantage for the damage die. Uh, that is a nine on the die with plus three, so that's twelve points. Wow, nice uh, done. Ruiner. Very nice. He's just wrecking this okay, guy. Yeah, so he, he yeah. co- kind of comes in from the side again, just. Uh, um, and the thing screams at him again, um, dragging its eyes off of Onweer again, prostrating itself and looking at y'all with hatred in its eyes. Uh, that was the end of the top of the round, and it comes down with full force on y'all. Uh, What's y'all's AC? Uh, y'all's AC is uh, is sixteen. Sixteen, barely. Yes, missed. barely. Missed. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Top of the round, anyone moving out of melee? No. Nope. Anyone, anyone casting spells? Uh, no. no. Okay, roll for initiative. I got a three. Very fine. I got a three. Uh-oh. Roll it again. I got a two. Oh, Ooh, sorry, guys. Oh, I just oh. that. I've beaten you Damn. twice with a two of these. <laughs> this... Brutal. <laughs> okay, uh, coming down on Nyal again. Mrs. Nyal, just... your guy's turn. Mort. Uh-huh. Yost. Yost. You need to check that thing out, man. Okay, Yost. Yost brings it with a 20. What is Yost using? He is using the Black Iron Spear. Uh, Okay, and what... uh, The Black Iron Spear is a a plus what? Uh, It's normally a plus one. Okay. So his damage die is 1d10, adding... He does six points of damage. Okay, uh, Everest goes, what is the Ruiner of Appetites plus? Uh, Ruiner of Appetites is a plus one. Plus one? Uh, his overall attack is a plus five. Okay, so we're going to have to retcon, because I did not realize that. Whoopsie. Oh, no. Pretty yes. that. Indeed. So all of, uh, unfortunately, Njal's hits um, were actually passed right through it. So Njal's actually... Um, it probably wouldn't have attacked Nyal, but Nyal didn't get hit yet. So anyways, because uh, it wouldn't have noticed that Nyal was even attempting to attack. Um, and so the same thing... the case, then 
Oh, I'm sorry. Does it react to David putting the shit in the uh, in the box? It de- yeah. So going back, it would probably still continue to be watching David. It doesn't seem to be uh, doing anything other than trying to defend itself and attack you. Um, but it has not been hurt yet. Shit. Oh. And you said that the plus two to humanoids for the Black Iron Spear doesn't count here. It is not a humanoid. I mean, it's got two arms and a head, right? Come on. <laughs> all right so uh i mean it's a it's a long tradition of dungeons and dragons i gotta ask you know i mean <laughs> <laughs> um uh where were we so i won initiative right and it was going to attack y'all uh, we'll say i still still did and missed um and then yost attacked and missed and yeah okay so Gorn he had to take a phone call evidently so maybe okay. onwards can do something like move away from the seat. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't think begging for forgiveness and continuing to try to attack it, Jill, has does two different things. So like, I uh, I think I'm going to go to the northern door and and hide <laughs> because there's nothing I can do to attack this thing. Um, and and if if uh, returning the artifact does not immediately make the specter disappear. I don't know what else to do, guys. I mean, yeah. So you're going to well, move. We, to we, we either have to like try to renew our, you know, sanctity within this in my mind, or kill the thing, right? Yep. But I don't. I don't know that the two are are uh, with gel. Yeah. Well, if, if those hits from y'all were just passing right through, proposed. We need to get out of here. Yeah. Which That's is why not- I'm going north. Okay, so, so you're just, just like you're just you're just just dis- disappearing into that corridor, basically. I'm just standing at the doorway. Yeah, standing yeah, yeah. at the doorway. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right. So I can't get I can't get past the specter to the double door to begin with. I'm I'm it is betwixt everyone else fighting it on one side of the mm-hmm. room and me on the other, right. and yeah. I I will die with a single hit from this thing. And if we're fighting it, there's no value in me trying to engage and get caught in combat because I will die immediately. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Just logically onwards going, well, fuck. <laughs> and he's going to go to that doorway and wait no, that for makes either sense. like an opportunity to use the wand if that becomes an issue or to split its intention. I was trying to buy y'all a a, a, a chance to escape. If, 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 oh, I'm sorry, guys. I was call at work. I just had to take a work call. I apologize. Oh, that's okay, bud. Gorin, we don't know if that Ignis has a plus whatever, but you can you can try. Where, where did you find Ignis? Ignis was in one of the uh, bunker rooms, like in the officer's quarters. Uh, yeah, Ignis was Ignis. in yeah, the office. Yep. Uh, we okay. don't know anything about it. Might as well. There's nothing else I can do this round because we're committed. So, yeah. So, so I rolled yeah. a 12 plus two for my natural hit bonus, and then whatever it does, I'm, there's no way it's going to be high enough. Yeah. So, you're not able to find purchase as well. So, um, that is the end of the round. It is about quitting time, though. So, on much as I hate to do it, we're going to have to stop in the midst of combat. Ooh, drama. I love it. Yep. So, we just have to remember that the way we're leaving it here is that the creature is basically blocking exit out of the door. Um, you guys are all arrayed before it, except for Onweir, who is um, standing in the northern quarter, two of them. Um, and <laughs> it doesn't appear that yeah. any of your magical weapons have had any sort of effect yet. Oh, that stinks. Right. Yeah. So yeah. The big question uh, so, yeah, is yeah well, and uh, Lisbeth would be a little bit farther back there, too. He hasn't engaged it in melee. Right. Uh, oh, Elizabeth hasn't done anything yet. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's just been, like, holding, holding the cover like this. Holding the yeah. buff, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, so a little bit of a dire situation there. We're going to have to see what happens. Um, so everyone, thanks for watching. Don't forget you've been watching 3D6 down the line. Don't forget to like and subscribe. That's your duty going forward. We are the most criminally <laughs> underwatched actual play on the internet. So uh, please spread the word. It'd be to do us a big favor. And everyone have a great week, and we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, John. Take Bye. care. John. Thanks, John. Bye now.